Welcome to the Becoming Infinite Podcast. I'm Cooper Gillespie, a manifestation, mindset, and abundance mentor, and modern mystic living in California's high desert. I believe every person has the power to create the life of their dreams by tapping into the infinite part of themselves. This show is here to inspire you to do just that. So each week we'll explore tools and practices, rituals and routines that you can use for your expansion. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, 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 everyone. How y'all doing today? I am so excited to be here with you. It's a beautiful spring day here near Joshua Tree, California. And this morning I was walking out, uh, walking back actually from my mailbox, feeling the sun on my skin and the wind caressing me. And I was like, this is a perfect day. I love it. Fun fact, when we first moved here, Greg and I were both very much city dwellers having, well, he was born and raised in Los Angeles and I lived there for a long time. And so when we moved here, we didn't know how to get our mail because our mail wasn't showing up. And so finally, we drove down the block to the little post office. It's very small. There's one post office lady. Everyone knows her. In fact, she just retired and there was a big party at the Moose Lodge for her. (laughs) And uh, we were like, we don't know how to get our mail. And so she asked where we lived and we told her and she's like, oh, you just it's in your mailbox. And we're like, we don't know where our mailbox is. And she's like, it's across the street from your house. And sure enough, there was a mailbox across the street from our house. But why would we think that our mailbox would be across the street? (laughs) I don't know. I guess that's how they do it in rural communities. Anyway, so we did find our mailbox and started getting mail and lived happily ever after. A little tangent there. I wanted to tell you about something really cool I have coming up. It's a Build Your Profitable Heart-Centered Coaching and Healing Business Challenge. And it's going to be a four-day challenge. I love to give lots of value in my challenges. This is no fluff, all really actionable, um, you know, takeaways that you can use to actually start building your heart-centered coaching and healing business if you like, or if you have a business already and it's just not as profitable as you would like it to be. Uh, this challenge is for you too. There's something for both people who are just becoming coaches and people who have maybe been coaches but aren't quite where they want to be. It's going to be really fun. There's going to be prizes and giveaways and community and awesome instruction. And I just would love to see you there. So if that sounds like something that's up your alley, uh, you can join us at bit.ly forward slash heart centered coach challenge. And I will put the link to that in the show notes. It's going to be a lot of fun and I would love to see you there. So today's episode is all about four ways we can get into the mindset of self-love and compassion. And certainly this is important for everybody, right? We all need more self-love and more compassion for ourselves. I really see this needed a lot especially with artists and with entrepreneurs. Everyone needs it. Don't get me wrong. Everyone needs it. But I think a lot of times when you are sort of the star of the show, as it were, when you what you're putting out there is, is a part of you, right? Your business is you. Your art is you. And so when there is rejection or when it feels like things aren't going 
right or maybe we feel like we made a mistake, then we can tend to devolve into a lot of berating ourselves and a lot of unhelpful um, self-talk. And I'm not saying that everyone doesn't go through that. I know everyone goes through that and everyone can use more self-love. But I'm saying a lot of times, and maybe this is just my background as a performer, but uh, a lot of times I think especially like performers and artists and entrepreneurs, when when what you're putting out there is you and when the uh, rejection of that can sometimes feel very personal, even though it's not, um, it's important to have some practices to come back to for self-love and self-compassion because otherwise that um, sort of negative self-talk and berating oneself can really uh, lead to some long-term damage that affects confidence and affects, you know, your ability to go forward and have success with the things that you want to have success with. So during times of doubt and stress, especially, we all need to be extra gentle with ourselves. If we start criticizing ourselves and start saying things like, oh, you're so stupid. Oh, why did you do that? Oh, you know, berating ourselves, then we're just installing negative patterns into our minds and they root themselves in our subconscious and then they can cause, you know, anxiety. They can cause not, I don't want to say clinical depression, but they can cause us to feel depressed, right? They can just basically make it so that we stop moving forward or taking inspired action or creating what we want to create in our lives. So to combat these negative thoughts. It's important to build ourselves up with self-love and compassion and feel good because that's the purpose of life, right? Is joy, is to feel good, is to follow our bliss and do stuff that expands us and helps us feel lit up. Anything less than that is a waste of time. (laughs) So how can we have self-love and compassion? Release a negative mindset. Our mindset is so important to feeling good about ourselves and to everything else we do, right? Because the way that we feel is going to affect the thoughts we think. It's going to affect uh, our the actions that we take. It just affects every part of our lives. And I know I myself had a big habit of criti- criticizing myself for a long time. And I think a lot of us have gotten that. And I don't, I, I don't know if that's like we internalize criticism we heard growing up or if it's just that it's easiest to be meanest to the person we're closest to, which is ourselves. (laughs) I'm not sure what that's about. But I do know that it harms our conscious minds. It harms our subconscious minds. It can make us lose sight of our goals. It can make us get off track and make it so that we live lives that are not what we want to be living. So to release negative mindsets, it's important to replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts and intention. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be high vibe all the time or that you can't ever have a negative thought. Of course not, you're human. But I think it's really important to notice when you're having a negative thought. And I love the idea of whenever you have a thought that's negative that you don't want to be having, just saying clear, cancel, delete. I learned that from my mentor, Natalia Benson. She's like, say clear, cancel, delete, and then put the thought in that you want to think instead. So instead of like, oh, I'm so stupid, clear, cancel, delete, we're deleting that thought out. You know what? I have a lot to learn, but I am dedicated to learning and I'm learning more every day. So I'm getting smarter every day. You know, whatever you want to think that's positive on the other side. Think about your goals. Think about what you want to achieve and embrace the positive 
instead of the negative stuff that you're thinking, right? It takes time, but it's worth it. And it takes practice. This is a new habit. A lot of us have been forming these neural pathways in our brain with just negative self-talk for years. And so thinking positively about ourselves or changing those negative thought patterns, it takes practice. You've spent a whole lifetime with these negative thought patterns. So it's going to take some time to change them into positive thought patterns. But like I said, the first step is just to notice when you're having those negative thoughts about yourself or having negative self-talk and then player canceling, deleting it out and putting something better in its place. So a couple other ways you can practice some self-love and some posy thoughts is listen to positive stories, like turn off the news right now. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll still know what's happening in the world. You'll find, you know, it, there'll be something on Facebook, you'll learn something about what's happening, but literally don't watch the news. Just that is like the number one, one of the number one things you can do for your mental health and for putting more positivity in your life, because the news is there to rile us up, to have us be caught in, you know, sort of cortisol stress response, because that keeps us watching, right? And so just turn it off. You'll, you'll still know what's going on and you'll feel happier if you just don't watch it. So, but reading the news is different. I find like reading a newspaper isn't as um, triggering for me anyway, as watching the news. You you can do your own self-experiments there. But anyway, I highly recommend not watching TV news. Listen to positive stories, stories that are uplifting, whether it's podcasts, whether it's books on tape, you know, pull out your chicken suit for the soul series, whatever it is, stories that, that redirect your thoughts toward hope, toward courage, toward goals, to building a better life for yourself. I love transformational nonfiction. Like, I guess you'd call it self-help books, whatever you want to call it. Any sort of book that teaches me something about life, about how to live better. Um, so that's, that's a lot of what I listen to, but anything that just is uplifting, that's going to help you live a, live a good life. And that's not going to bum you out and bring you down. Uh, also, try hypnosis. You know, I, I hypnotherapy changed my life. I love being both the practitioner of hypnotherapy and the recipient of hypnotherapy. It reaches your subconscious. It's so much more powerful than a lot of other therapeutic modalities, in my opinion, because it deals directly with your subconscious mind, which controls 95% of your life, right? Your conscious mind only controls about 5%. So, by working with the subconscious, by working with the part of your brain that controls most of your life, you just you just make change so much faster than trying to talk it out, in my opinion. that At least that's been my experience. You can change all sorts of behaviors with it. Everything from, I don't know, I don't know, do people still smoke? But yeah, there's certainly like you can stop smoking with it. You can uh, change how you feel, like install confidence with it. Uh, I've seen it work for skin picking. I've seen it work for a whole, like a whole bunch of stuff. Like it literally can work for just about anything that you want it to work for. And it installs positive behaviors. Like say you want to exercise more, say you want to have more confidence, say you want to have better sleeping habits, um, say you want to just go feel more, yeah, like at ease in certain situations, whatever it is, it can really help. So hypnosis, big fan, try it. <laughs> when I was doing primarily hypnotherapy, it's interesting to me because people don't come to the hypnotherapist first. Like most people come to the hypnotherapist after they have tried every other kind of <laughs> doctor or therapist out there and nothing else is working. 
And finally, they're like, oh, screw it. I'll just try hypnotherapy. And then so many of so many of the times they're just so overwhelmingly surprised by how effective hypnotherapy is. So if you have an issue, don't wait till it's like you've tried everything else. Just go. Just try it. (laughs) Try it now. All right. Use affirmations like affirmations are sort of the long route, but they certainly work. You know, write affirmations, stick them all over your house. I loved I used to write yes on a post-it note. I think it was I can't remember. I read some like book or something where this author had suggested to write yes on post-it notes and then like stick them all over your house. And so I did that. I'd like find them in drawers, in the refrigerator, in my closet, behind my medicine cabinet. Like it was so fun. Just like (laughs) randomly throughout my house, I'd open up a cupboard and there would be a yes with an exclamation point. But you can do that with affirmations too. Like write your affirmations and stick them all over your house in weird places where you'll find them. And then it's like fun and you're getting an affirmation. And it's the repetition of these affirmations that's really going to make big change. It um, it sort of blocks uh, uh, the opposite of that belief and turns it into a positive, right? You can write affirmations. Uh, there's lots of different manifestation methods that use that. But I think it's important that it's not just the act of writing that is what makes the change. It's how you feel while you're doing the act of writing. So if you're going to be like, if you're going to practice like a 55 by five method or something where you're writing affirmations over and over again, make sure that you're getting into the feeling of that affirmation while you're doing it. That's how you make it work. Um, Listen to, you know, Kundalini music. I'm a big fan. Listen to meditation music. Listen to calming music. Listen to Vedic chanting. Vedic chanting has been blowing my mind recently. Like it's so powerful, so calming, so healing. Uh, They say that it is the language of creation of the universe. So I think Vedic chanting is great. Listen to subliminals, guided meditations, anything that's soothing that just helps relax your brain while it's soaking up positive thoughts, positive intentions, positive vibrations, if you want want to call them that. So music can be very, very powerful. Write love notes to yourself. You know, I mean, when's the last time that you got a love note? Write one to yourself. You can pretend that you're your future self writing to you now, telling you what you need to know, giving you encouragement and um, advice as you will navigate this path to become your future self. And you could also try pretending that you're in a past life and write to yourself now in this life. What was different about your life back then? What are you grateful for in your life now that you may not have had in a previous life? So those are some ideas. Definitely you want to create a a routine of self-love. So try to find time during your day when you can turn off your cell phone, any sort of distractions, and just focus for five to 10 minutes on being kind to yourself, loving yourself. Do this at a certain time every day, something to look forward to, right? You can try this very simple self-love and compassion meditation as the, as the first of your practices, and you can do it every day if you like, but it just takes some time for you every day to to say, I love you. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. You're amazing. Because you know what? You are amazing. We're like miracles on earth, human beings. And just the fact that you're here makes you incredible, makes you special, makes you amazing. 
So here's this simple self-love and compassion meditation that you can do that um, you don't need anything extra to practice this meditation. All you need is your beautiful self and um, a place where you can relax for a few minutes uninterrupted. So what you're going to do is you're going to close your eyes down, place your hand over your heart, take three deep breaths in through the nose and then exhale through the mouth. Again, inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth, inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth, and allow your awareness to connect with your heart. Feel the warm sensation of your hand over your heart. Allow yourself to feel warmth and kindness coming from your heart. And think some positive thoughts about yourself like, I am grateful for this moment. I give myself love. I am kind. I am doing the best I can. I am special. I am love. Any sort of thoughts that you want to think about yourself. Continue to allow yourself to breathe in and out while focusing on your heart. Imagine your heart continuing to emanate warmth and kindness. And imagine yourself reconnecting with yourself in your heart. Honor who you are by being a witness for anything that wants to reveal itself to you from your heart. And breathe it in. And breathe it out. And when you feel that your time and self-love and compassion is complete, thank yourself. Take one more deep breath in through the nose. And exhale through the mouth, allowing yourself to come back to the present moment. And open your eyes and come back into the room where you are. Beautiful. So you can practice that every day if you like. It's a little self-love meditation. All right. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Until next time. Mm -hmm.